I whirled around to the stern side. Spade! I called out. My voice carried across the deck. Storm ahead! Yes, sir! Spade waved from the helm. Just what we need, Jensen said under his breath. It's good timing, I grinned, all teeth. Imagine if rain hit while we escaped. The rope would have been too slippery, and you can just forget holding onto the cargo. Jensen and I quickened our pace to get below deck. If a storm loomed on the horizon, we'd need the whole crew to help steer the desire. I should have recognized the signs. The heaving air and the humidity in the wind signaled the imminent storm. But the sooner I stopped by the infirmary, the sooner I'd be back on deck. High up in the air, we bypassed some pockets, but most of the time, rain exploded hard and fast. At least the deck would get a shiny new polish, since, as of late, the wood had taken some heavy footprints and extra sludge. Deckhands these days didn't clean a ship like I had. We stalked down the flights of steps to the two connected rooms toward the stern side of the ship that comprised the sick bay. A rectangular plank with infirmary scrawled across it marked the door. I turned the doorknob and Jensen followed me in. Edwin's personal labs bisected the main chamber from the back, and the faint smell of bleach lingered throughout the place. Hospital beds, if you could even call them that, covered the front section of the room, some frames with clawed feet, or none, and all sitting at different heights. Multicolored sheets ranged from olive to neon orange, which provided a splash of color to the menagerie of empty beds spanning the room, apart from the one on the far right. Isabella perked up when we approached. She'd stayed in the infirmary for the past month after the Morlock shot her, because the wound had dosed with a heavy amount of poison, on top of injuring her leg. While Edwin found a cure for the poison, and administered it in time, the after-effects slowed her. She'd already wandered around on her own, and soon she'd be going on jobs again. But the run-in had swerved too close to casualty. We didn't lose our own. Her taupe ringlets swung around her neck and brushed along her caramel skin when she stood to greet us. Dark eyes glittered against her heart-shaped face, offset by full, pouty lips. The two of you come to visit little old me? She coquettishly brushed her fingers over her mouth. Her tart rose perfume lingered in the air around us. Always, lady. I grinned and patted Jensen's shoulder. I brought you a present. He's big, surly, and I can even tie him up with a bow. How did I ever get so lucky? He ran a finger underneath his suspender strap and smirked. Passed around between two gorgeous women. You do best stop that now or I'll blush. Isabella said with a wan smile. What crap. Nothing ruffled the woman. She stepped past us, and her hips swung side to side like a belly dancer's. Now, time to go see Edwin. I clapped a hand against Jensen's back before pushing him forward. He trudged off. My leg's been aching, Isabella murmured. She approached the nearest table covered with Edwin's mess of capped bottles and sketched inventions. Testing the bench with her hand, she sat down. Is there a storm brewing? It doesn't hurt like this unless there's rain on the horizon. My lips pressed together in a tight line. Time to ride out another tempest, and pray we're not the bullseye. She glanced behind me to make sure Big and Burley had cleared out. Jensen got injured. Isabella's brow rose. Color me wrong, but that man does not get injured. In the five years he has been on board, he has barely gotten a nick on his shoulder, let alone a bullet graze. 
No, he doesn't. I rub my temples. The setup of the mission ended differently than expected. A lot of these unexpected scenarios keep cropping up for us. She glanced down. Her bandaged leg poked out from underneath her rust-red ruffled skirt. A strand of golden circles strung down each side of her off-shoulder white blouse, and the hemming scrunched over her ample bosom. How is your recovery going? My voice lowered. She spread her legs wider on the bench and placed her hands on her knees. Though a leather cincher usually encircled her midriff, she hadn't bothered with it while recovering. Not like she needed it. She could loop a belt twice around her waist, and her hips curved like teacup handles. Well... Her breath came out in a hiss. I can walk again. I'm not hobbling around the deck anymore. And I'm ready to take some more damn murlocs down. Nobody puts me out of commission this long and gets away with it.